0: You are listening to an entertainment program put together by a company called Financial Ineptitude. Anything said on this show is not an endorsement or professional advice. Would you really want to tell a court a law you were suing us because you thought taking financial advice from two idiots on a podcast put out by Financial Ineptitude was a good idea? Really? Clown that's smiley face.
1: Hello and welcome everyone. You've made it to the infamous China shop. We're two bulls. I'm shopkeeper Dan. With me as always is Kyle, creator of FinancialIneptitude.com. How you doing today, Kyle? Uh,
0: I don't know. Having trouble getting the energy up. Mm. So you're just gonna have to carry it, I think, today.
1: All right. Is <laughs> that is that because all your terrible trading today?
0: No, I think I did all right today.
1: Yeah, I thought you did too. Oh, well,
0: I mean, one terrible trade. <laughs> <laughs> Get to that. The good, bad, and the ugly. There we go.
1: There we go. <laughs> Come on into the shop with us today sit back, relax, hedge against the rage machine. As always, we'd love to welcome any new listeners just joining us. We're here smashing our way around, trying to get a complete set of fine China, sharing those ever-growing strategies for maximizing gains, and cutting and losses. If you are new to the shop here, and also stock trading in general, you can always check out our knowledge and resource centers on financialnepstit.com, or you can give one of our beginning trading episodes a listen. We have all those links in the episode description. Kyle and I feel the best place to be, though, is on our amazing Discord server. Kyle and I get on there every day. Our amazing free Discord. Free Discord server. We get on there every day with a bunch of awesome people. Uh, we're, We're talking about trading. We're talking about news. We're talking about building bots to trade for us. It's just a really awesome place to be. Uh, It's a free server. Aren't there any paid tiers or special access areas? Because we don't know how to make money off our community. (laughs) 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 Hooray!
0: (laughs) Still not good at that. (laughs) But if we figure it out, look out. (laughs)
1: Yeah, right? Look out, world. Uh, When you do join that server, send us a private message or email with your mailing address so we can uh, send you some smash-it-yourself swag straight from the shop. We're just glad you're here. It's a lot of fun, and it's always better with Brent's. Mm Mm-hmm. Kyle, we got any amazing show news going on?
0: Uh, Yes, we just finished recording last week with Jonathan Baird, and that interview will be coming out next week. He's the guy who writes the global investment letter. Very sharp dude. Twenty-five oh, yeah. years of experience managing uh, funds. So that was a really fun conversation with
1: him. It it really was super knowledgeable.
0: Yeah, I don't think he quite understood that we were more of a comedy show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or at least try to have some comedy element to it. Uh, I don't think he. I think we might have thrown him for a loop, and we cracked a couple jokes.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Always fun. <laughs>
0: uh, we got Ian Frazier, author of Shredded: The Story of the RBS. RBS. Royal Bank of Scotland. Mm. Uh, that should be a really fun interview. Um, Kay White from Twitter and then Rich Friesen rounds out the rest of the month.
1: Oh, I'm excited for that. Rich Friesen is great. I stuff. still don't
0: know. Kay, I want to call him Kevin, but I don't think that's his name. I just know his Twitter handle is K White. So that's kind of what I've just been going with. I guess we'll figure it out when we talk to him next week.
1: All right. Kay White. <laughs> Sounds good. I, I actually was noticing that on the calendar. I was like, who's Kay White? How do I find out I, who this person is? I don't. No, <laughs> man of mystery. I,
0: I like him because he—he's one of the few people on Twitter that'll actually share his his uh, struggles too.
1: Ah, oh, so okay, the, so so it's not just some yeah, mystery mismatch. Like, I'm an ornithologist. Isn't this a bird show? <laughs> no,
0: no, he's a trader, but he's a—he's an honest trader, and that's you know, obviously, we like to talk to those types of people that that don't just show you you know the the massive wins all the time, but yeah you know, he'll share his struggles and then he also takes time out to help out other traders on Twitter too. So really cool dude. Looking forward to talking to him.
1: Absolutely. All right. Well, that's the future. This is the now and folks, we have got a zany, zesty, zealous show for you today. We have lots of market moving news, plenty of stocks on the radar and more options than companies having bad earnings this season.
0: It's actually been kind of mixed. It hasn't been as bad as I would have thought.
1: All right. All right. Well, Apparently, I didn't do enough prep work, prep work for that joke. <laughs> 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 oh, folks, we love it when you reach out to us. Uh, your messages, comments, Twitter, Facebook, really love it on the Discord. We have a link to that uh, to the Discord in the episode description. Uh, but if you are old school, you can send us an email to the number two bulls at financialneptitude.com, Or uh, you can give us a phone call, 725-22-BULLS. Maybe you got a hot stock tip. Maybe you want to tell us about a great trade you just made. Or maybe you and your friends have found one eyed Willie's treasure map and you're stuck in some caverns and you just need a hand. It doesn't matter. We love it when you reach out. I'm trying to see if we have
0: any messages. One eyed Willie. No, nothing. No, just any messages. Uh, Some random person posted on our website. I should take part in a contest for one of the best blogs on the web. I will recommend this site. Thank you for spamming.
1: Oh, awesome. (laughs) Love the spam. Love the spam. Normally, we get some really good ones. I'm trying to
0: see if there's a good one in here. Hello, friends. How is this whole thing? And what uh, and what you desire to say regarding this paragraph, comma, in my view, is in fact remarkable in support of me. Thank you, Damon Pridham. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, okay. You know what? I, I have no response to that. I'm speechless. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm if they're just...
0: really, really funny, then I'd leave them.
1: <laughs> oh, Kyle, are we... We're going to get around to talk about this bet. I'm I'm excited this week.
0: Uh, I don't think you will be once you hear the results.
1: I don't even remember what you picked. Am I do I go first? Is that what you're telling me?
0: No. Uh, I think you probably made more nighted based on that sell off. I was looking really good with BP. Mhm. Uh they opened the week at 32.69. They were up over 34 on Friday before, you know, <laughs> The uh, last three hours happened. Uh, they mm. did close at 33.23. So it took my bet total from 531.24 up to 540.02. Yeah, I remember those two cents. Those could be,
1: that could this be, could be a time play later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well done. Well done. Okay. I hung out in, with my S- SPXS, which didn't do anything for me really all week. Um, I had Until I had BP
0: a, started falling?
1: A day, exactly. I <laughs> had a day where it was up. Mostly it was down, but uh, Friday the market really didn't like the news, and it just dumped. And uh, I ended the week with uh, SPXS at $19.97, which brings my bet Very total nice. up to $532.53. So I am within two percentage points of you. But, but
0: Random picked an airline stock, ALK, uh, opened the week at fifty four fifty three. And it was almost up to sixty before Friday's dump, which really helped us out. Still finished at fifty six eighty four. Yeah. So random is now sitting at uh, five hundred seventy one dollars and sixty two cents.
1: Holy shit! Yeah, five seventy one and sixty two cents on a fucking airline stock. <laughs> oh yeah, an Air- airline. God got, damn it! We got lucky. Airlines got so hammered Friday. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's painful. Okay. Otherwise, we could I, have
0: just phoned it in for the rest of the month.
1: <laughs> right. Well, glad to know I'm in last place with uh, up 6%. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Jesus. Oh, well, oh, okay. We'll see. See how February keeps playing out. Stick around to the end of the episode. We'll have uh, another thrilling bet pick for you. But until then, I think it's time to maybe talk about a little bit of news.
0: Uh, boy, howdy. Where we
1: are.
2: Listening today the shop is bursting with the week to replay so sit back we got some market affairs get yeah, some stories for the fools and the bears clowns running companies laws change overnight here we are it's time for china shop news yeah now it's time for china shop news
1: oh boy kyle
0: well, uh, should we just start with the big, big news?
1: I think I think we got to talk about Ukraine. Yeah, uh,
0: I saw this pop up uh, as uh, a small story, just like a little video of saying that uh, Russia has decided to invade Ukraine, and mm-hmm. I wasn't sure if it was true or not, but I found a few more articles that corresponded with it. Or cor- uh, what's the
1: word? Correlated? Uh, sure. Collab- Confirmed? <laughs> I don't know. Confirmed? <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, so it, uh, it looks like Russia is going to invade Ukraine probably next week. Mm. Uh, S and P did not react too well to that news as you would expect. It did not. No, no, no. I did pick up some, uh, Raytheon, uh, June calls at the, uh, right before market closed when I finally saw that story. I was like, oh shit. Okay. Yeah. Probably want to grab a few of these just to be, uh, just in case. Just in
1: case, you know, and that wasn't even the, the biggest defense stock to, to pop on the news.
0: No, I think Lockheed Martin is in Northern Northern, Northrop Robert Grunman.
1: Yeah, Yeah. We're, we're even bigger. Yeah. I picked up some RTX calls, uh, at the beginning of the, on the eighth, I was just going to say that. And that was honestly, uh, I had Ukraine in mind, but the technical analysis of the chart looked really solid. So, uh, I was like, you know what? Yeah, I was pushing new highs. The the chart is a place where I'd like to get in anyway, and with looming news, why not?
0: I wanted to grab it a little closer to fifty two. Uh, I missed the. I think the deepest it went down was uh, just below fifty four today. I missed my entry at that point, but I was still able to pick up something for the end of the week. When we talked to Jonathan Baird last week, um, he we asked him specifically about the Ukraine situation and what he mm-hmm. thought was was brewing there. He was of the opinion that uh, nothing would happen until the Olympics were over. Yeah. But if they're invading next week, looks like uh, looks like that's not going to be the case.
1: You know, I, and and I, I don't remember the details of the conversation, but I believe you brought up the point. Like, you got to do it before the ground thaws and turns to mud. He brought that up, but that was something I've been reading to, yeah. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, energy stocks. Moved up alongside oil stocks on that news as well. It wasn't just defense mm-hmm. stocks, but, uh, things like Alaska airlines, the airline stocks fell yeah, in response. So, so we saw a huge, huge market reaction across many sectors on that news. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit of a big deal.
0: Yeah. And, uh, actually kind of, kind of scary too, really. I mean, I was talking to the wife about this. This has all the makings of like another major conflict involving some of the biggest nations out there.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It really does. Like,
0: And Biden's not doing anybody any favors by saying, the uh, we're not going to go in there and rescue anybody. If we start shooting at Russians, we have world war three. Good, well, good job, Biden way to calm everybody down.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks prime minister. Chamberlain. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I don't know what the, I don't know what the, the, Game plan is going to be
1: here. I mean... Just let Russia take Ukraine.
0: Yeah, but that's isn't that uh, kind of what they did with Germany back in uh, the 1930s?
1: Yeah, just let them take Poland. Yeah.
0: He'll yeah, stop with Poland, right? Yeah. I mean, I guess they haven't divvied it up with anybody else yet, so that's at least a little bit different.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I honestly... I have no fucking clue. <laughs> like, I, I feel like somebody sat me down to a chessboard and I'm like, none of the... Yeah, I... This is, it's going to blow up, but I don't know how it'll play out.
0: <laughs> none of the moves look good. Yeah.
1: yeah. None of these moves look good. There's no, can't, can't wiggle I think,
0: out. I think the term is, uh, Zuzang. Uh, that German word is. There's no good move. Any move loses. Speaking no. of which, uh, <laughs> noted economist Mohammed El Iran, uh, thinks that the fed is basically in that scenario right now too. Basically, he's saying that uh, the market is pricing in a higher probability that the Fed policy is going to be making a huge mistake. He thinks that the aggressive raising of interest rates is uh, not going to be good for the economy. It's basically a lose-lose scenario for them, mm-hmm. and they kind of painted themselves into this position by not taking any action. You know, you know, for the past year when they were calling inflation transitory.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so basically there's two blunders based uh you know the, the first blunder was not recognizing that inflation was more than transitory the second one coming is going to be too aggressive with the rate hikes uh right now the market's pricing in what uh, i think up to 6 right now um with uh the target range of the rate hikes uh anywhere from 1 to 1 and a quarter percentage by the end of the june meeting and some people are even betting on even steeper rate hikes than that.
1: Yeah. Uh, the the article I was reading was talking about how the economists at Citibank uh, are like, there could be a 50 basis point hike in March, which mm-hmm. is twice what they were expecting. And they might even do another right. one, another 50 point in May. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> and I think that's looking even more likely now. Uh, St. Louis Prez. St. Louis Fed President James Bullard, one of the voting members of the rate-setting community uh, committee, said he'd be uh, he's become dr- dramatically more hawkish, and he now wants a rate increase of 100 basis points by July.
2: Mm. Wow.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. CNBC asked El Iran. I don't know if I'm saying his name right. E r i a n l Arian El Arian. Yeah, well, they asked him whether it would be an acknowledgment by the Fed that it made a blunder if it went ahead with the move that Bullard suggested, and then he says this would be the second admission of a policy error in his Thursday interview. Uh, the first was on November 30th when they finally retired transitory, having miscalled inflation for so long, mm-hmm. and now this policy error would be the starting to slam on the brakes because they didn't take the foot off the accelerator early enough. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> agreed.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, damn. Uh, yeah. Um, Future's not looking great right now. Uh, if you want to load up on some puts, that's um, probably the time.
1: Well, you know, it
0: might be a little late.
1: I I I, I do own uh, SPXS calls.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have a couple of put spreads that expire in
1: March. You know, we we made fun of transitory for a long time, and and it doesn't. Like, now that we're sitting here, it doesn't feel good to be right. No. Not at all. <laughs> I was really
0: hoping that we would be... I was really hoping that our our lack of uh, uh, education was going to come back to bite us on that. We're not professionals. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. We, what do we know? It's like, oh, shit. What? Yeah. No. <laughs> oh. Apparently more than we thought. More than we thought, right? But oh. not enough to bet on it.
0: <laughs> yeah, but, right. <laughs> or at least not with any size. So... They won't uh, be writing
1: the big short about us. No, no, not at all. Not at all. Nobody's going to write the any mediocre, about us. The Mediocre short. The, the clown shorts. The small winners. <laughs> the, these guys made two points on that 3,000 point crash. <laughs> right? I made $700. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know I did.
0: Uh, anyway, you got any other stories to talk about? I think you had a couple more that kind of correlated with these.
1: Well, it's just yeah, more more along the lines of what I've been trying to add. uh the, I really liked the quote of one Wall Street economist telling clients that they're more hawkish than we thought five minutes ago. Uh, we had that that CPI <laughs> data came out Thursday.
0: Yeah, and that CPI data was not good.
1: Not good. Not good. It was it was an ame- immediate <laughs> sell off and. And then, yeah. like the the market seemed to catch and then rebound and rebound, yeah. but it couldn't hold.
0: That whole this whole latest run up to me has really felt like short covering more than anything else. Yeah, I, I think I mentioned that on the uh, Discord a little bit ago because all the high short interest stocks that I have on some of my watch lists were the only ones that seemed like they were doing really well, and that's not a sign of people buying. No, <laughs> because no, they it want is to not own. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I actually think the rest of my news stories are all uh, company specific.
0: Kind of the same thing, huh? Yeah. All
1: right. Let's move on. Move on. Oh, well, you know, when you're ready to move on and find a better place to live, and you need a mortgage, I I may know somebody. Mm. I may know a person. Do you? Some loans are
2: just a big mistake, and up over your head. In those rates and fees, someone left unsaid. She's the right kind of lender to find the thing that fits your needs. And you just have to call her, cause you know that she was born to be. She's a loan maker, dream banker, dead saver. Won't you call her up and see? She's a loanmaker, dream banker saver won't you
1: call it go, go Go. Two Bulls in a China Shop. Proudly brought to you by Sue Pullen, a Fairway Independent Mortgage and Equal Housing Lender. Sue Pullen is a certified mortgage advisor who focuses on finding the right product for you and your needs. Kyle, she does not try to find products that don't no? suit your needs. That's like critical. Oh,
0: that's mm, yeah.
1: That's, and that's, that's any customer that's service. customer
0: by service by 101. Yeah. yeah,
1: customer service 101. She, she teaches the master class in customer service, let me tell you. Uh, she's got over 20 years experience helping thousands of homeowners, whether it's purchasing, refinancing, or even what Kyle tells me is better than ever, reverse mortgages. Uh, Sue will help. She's licensed <laughs> in 27 states. Reach out and see what she could do for you. Do we need to get Sue on again so we she do. can
0: tell you about reverse mortgages and how amazing they are?
1: Absolutely let's do it. Okay. I think we should yeah, put her on the calendar. <laughs> All right. So it's, a, yeah. it's just fun having her own. She's, she's a wealth of knowledge. Yeah. Uh, yes, best yes. way to reach her. You can give her a call 520-97-7904, Or you can send her an email. S P U L L E N. That's S Pullen at fairwaymc.com. Fairway independent mortgage has an MLS number two, two eight nine. Sue Pullen has an MLS number two zero six zero four eight. That email again is S Pullen at fairwaymc.com. That phone number is five two Oh nine seven 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 nine zero four.
0: One of the awesome things that Sue does, too, when she helps out her clients, uh, like if you were thinking about purchasing a home or, or doing something along those lines, then talk to her as soon as you get that inkling. Because she'll help you, like if you have credit issues, like she'll, she'll tell you what to do to fix that. And she can actually make a big mm-hmm. difference in as little as a month's time. So, if you're thinking about doing it, call her now. And she also doesn't charge for any of that. Wow. like She should have her own you know, credit repair service.
1: Yeah, she can get all those poor dollars from people whose credit is destroyed.
0: <laughs> those are the people that the, <laughs> the banks make the most money off
1: of. I know, I know. Bad, <laughs> so bad. It's fucked up. Oh, why are we laughing at that? Oh, because the world is pain.
0: Kyle, <laughs> two bowls at a cheddar shop is also very proud to be affiliated with the Trade Pro Academy. TradePro Academy is our favorite educational platform that offers institutional trader development programs to new and experienced independent traders, which means that you can finally learn to trade like those big institutions. Uh, they've got a great staff of highly knowledgeable and successful traders, and there's no better place that we've found to learn everything that you need to know to be a successful trader. Mm-hmm. Find them online at TradeProAcademy.com, or just use our link in the episode description. Or even better join that free discord and get access to our 10% off discount link. Uh, it's a great way to support the show and improve your own knowledge and skills.
1: Indubitably indubitably
0: uh, one more, Dan one. more. Oh
1: yeah. We got to talk about the uh, amazing, awesome uh, order flow labs guys, Flair and Leo. Uh, they were kind enough to share their toolkit with us for trading futures on Sierra charts. And they've just got some amazing custom studies for structure execution. They got, uh, got buy-sell buy zones. They got exhaustion absorption detectors. Uh, the one everybody loves, the reconstructed tape. They got something for everybody. Uh, constantly adding, testing new studies. I've been playing with one on my spreadsheet trading. They've got a dominator signal for buying and selling. It's just really some amazing stuff. Uh, they offer a ton of support mm-hmm. to help you use it. They got a lot of videos. Their Discord is robust, to say the least. Uh, when it comes to support, I was
0: like, like, yeah, like I said, I was shocked at how many videos and zoom calls that they do to help people learn how to use these tools. Like they're, they're there all the time. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think even Joel posted something saying that he had a question about one of the things he, he messaged them on Twitter and within an hour, like he had a video response showing them exactly what they were talking about. Yeah. That's uh, amazing people.
1: Really, really, really amazing. If you are trading futures, uh, check them out at orderflowlabs.com. Uh, definitely worth your time. Some of their st- studies have really treated me very well in bot trading. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: All right. Should we move on to some stocks?
2: You say you want a ticker that wins. The bell just rung. It's time to get hit. Ups drive us wild. Drops drive us crazy.
0: Yes. Yeah, so what should we
1: start with? Can I tell everybody the big, big news that won't? we probably won't look at any stock charts for?
0: Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, go ahead.
1: Meta used to be Facebook, has lost so much value. NVIDIA just moved up to the seventh place spot in companies nah, the size of market cap. Poor Meta. Oh, poor Meta. NVIDIA's <laughs> worth more than you bitches. Woo! Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. What's, yeah. The, what's the first real story?
1: I got, a, I got one about Zillow. Can we talk about Zillow?
0: Uh, yes, let's talk about them.
1: Um, we, were, we were long on Zillow back before <laughs> another crazy sell-off. Before
0: they fell below 55.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They, and they, they did. They, they looked like they were re- rallying, and then they decided to decisively not rally. Got down <laughs> yes. to their low at 44.80. Uh, they just had their earnings and their, uh, their guidance they came out and said that they're winding down the home flipping business, which started this whole sell off fiasco. Yeah. They actually were selling houses faster than anticipated, uh, for more money than they projected. Wow.
0: I'm looking at their actual earnings and uh, I mean, that's a hell of a beat over 50% surprise to the positive. Yeah. uh, The earnings per share and revenue, uh, 30% almost, uh, surprise beat.
1: Yeah. Like
0: like that. that's, pretty solid
1: so this this zillow just gapped up from uh 49 to, to 56 so they, they gapped up over 10 percent um they got as high uh as 58 25 on the day mm-hmm. as low as fifty three thirty two. so it's had a pretty volatile day
0: uh and i like where it's at too i mean it's above a support that i have around 52 half Mm-hmm. Um, 58 was uh, where it got rejected off of. That's the next level that it has to climb above in order to maintain this momentum. Uh, just be wary that it left the gap behind on that earnings beat, uh, beat. So, you know, watch to see if that gets filled first before if this momentum can continue. Uh, I still like trying to go long on Zillow. Just uh, not sure if I want to do that right before war
1: breaks out. Yeah. Well, do you want to do anything before war breaks out besides defensive stocks?
0: Um, I don't know. Uh, I guess maybe short stuff.
1: <laughs> Dude, right, <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> yeah, I probably you' watching that to see if maybe that gap tries to get filled. Keep an eye on 52 half.
1: Yeah, I was, was going to say, I'm, I'm really eyeing that 52 half. I want to see that support hold. It almost got retested, but if that support can hold. Looking, Looking for upside on Zillow ever since it crashed from... Oh, gosh, what, $200 a share?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, briefly. What else we got? Uh, I've got uh, Nokia started their uh, buyback purchases. Uh, They're planning to buy back up to 300 million euros or just about $340 million worth of stock starting at February 14th, the earliest. Uh, the first phase is part of a two-year, 600 million euro buyback program, which should end by December 22nd of uh, 22. Purpose of the repurchases, optimize the capital structure through the reduction of capital, the company said in a statement. So um, let's pull up the stock chart of Nokia. Is N-O-K? Actually, it might actually just be Nokia, unless I have the wrong one here. That's, yeah, that's, N-O-K. Sorry. It's the European yeah. exchange. It's like, anyway, I thought I was looking at the wrong thing. This is one of those meme stocks before, mm-hmm. but it's actually still held its value pretty well looking at the chart. Uh, you got a support at, what, 525? Go ahead and draw that in there real quick. 525 and a resistance around, let's call it 635.
1: That's exactly where I was just drawing a line.
0: So it's trading in between that range right now. If you, uh, I mean, let's see, what's the actual... Market cap of this. Market cap of thirty-two billion. So six hundred million is not gonna make that big of a difference, I guess. But this is one to watch and maybe try to play that range, or you can just wait for the range to break out and look for a retest. So those are the two levels to really watch on this six thirty-five and five and a quarter.
1: Yeah. If it if it can break out that range either direction with some with some volume, be some tasty trading.
0: Right. Uh definitely looks more bearish lately. Uh so um it's, I wouldn't do anything with it yet. I'd wait for it to try to catch and show some support.
1: You did you did you just mention the gap from May? I did not. It's got a gap below it.
0: It does. Nice one at four fifty.
1: Four fifty down to four thirty, which doesn't sound like a lot until you convert it to percentage.
0: Yeah, when you're talking about options and at this price range, that's could five, be a pretty nice move.
1: Yeah. five five percent <laughs> will get you a lot.
0: Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, what's the what's the other one you got?
1: Oh, uh Eli Lilly. Uh the FDA committee just voted against their cancer treatment over concerns that they only conducted trials in China.
0: Why would they pick China for their trial? That's kind of a strange place to do that, is it not?
1: I I I agree. I'm, I I don't know. I don't know anything about the economics of testing a drug and why testing in China might be advantageous. Uh they were they I were mean, testing
0: maybe the Fake results? <laughs>
1: <laughs> they're, they're testing a, a monoclonal antibody treatment on uh, lung cancer in combination with chemo. Uh, so the FDA committee members said the trial population of mostly Asian men did not represent the diversity of U.S. patients, making it difficult to determine whether the results would hold up here. Hmm. They, uh, they were also worried that the patients in the study were too young and they weren't, uh, they weren't enough smokers.
0: <laughs> yeah. I thought, way isn't China or Asia known for smoking? I thought so
1: too, but maybe not
0: anymore. I don't know. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of Family Guy jokes about that. <laughs> 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 Can we please have some more smoking Asians?
1: <laughs> uh, the other crazy thing is they started the trial in 2018, but they didn't tell the FDA about it until 2020. That is very weird. Yeah, when they like submitted the results, they're like, oh, hey, yeah, by the way, we did this trial in China. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> what are uh, they trying to pull? Eli Lilly, <laughs> Right? I don't know. I don't know. They uh, Their stock is is not doing too stellar.
0: I mean, it's still in a bullish move. If you look on the uh, daily, it looks like you're still seeing higher highs and higher lows. But it's also below the 200 EMA now. Uh, I had a support at 240 I just drew in, or 239. that just dipped below. Looking at the volume, uh, I, I want to be bearish on this, but I'm not sure everything is pointing that direction yet. What do you think?
1: It's It's definitely... Making lower lows compared to its most recent low, and it failed its higher high. I'm 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 bearish. It's right at a, a sport line I drew, right around two thirty-five. It's it's like right fucking there, uh, two thirty-six. I I definitely I'm bearish until two twenty hold. Mm-hmm. That's that's the way I look. Yeah, at Yeah, there's that a one. real
0: thin spot of volume there. Something happened on what day is that? June seventh, like it just kind of shot up.
1: Yeah, was that when they announced
0: their cancer treatment?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they did. I, it's probably some drug. Yeah. their drug company. Uh, but you know they uh, the other the other telling thing that makes me a little bearish is they actually did have some good news. Uh, the FDA did authorize their antibody treatment to fight the Omicron variant. Mm, but yep. the fact that the stock sold off anyway uh yeah that that makes me a little a little more bearish
0: well i mean this these biotech stocks uh, I can't imagine that they're gonna do well in a, a world where the interest rates are going up and uh you know we're finally starting to move on from covid yeah, so yeah, I think I'm on the bear side with you i just uh I'd like to see a little more confirmation i guess uh failing off of two thirty nine though is a good start so I guess I'll keep an eye on that level there. If we see get a retest, then maybe I'll try to enter a position. Shoot for like you said that 220 target. I think that's a good target. I think if you dip below that, then uh, you can really start to open it up some more though to the downside.
1: Yeah. I like it.
0: Me too. All right. What's on your watch list, Dan? Or is it my turn?
1: It's your turn to talk about some news stuff. Uh
0: I got that's all the news I have. I just have one other oh. stock that's still on my watch list I want to talk about, and that's Target.
1: Okay, let's hear about it.
0: Uh pull up the chart. And look at that two ten support and how the stock is just bouncing off of it like a, it's like a bouncing ball and keeps bouncing lower and lower and lower but still banging up against it. Like I'm watching that support to fail. I think if that support fails, then we could be looking at two hundred. If two hundred fails, then then it can really open up to the downside. Targets one of those stocks that just kinda went up a little bit too fast, it looks like.
1: Yeah, I like that two hundred level.
0: The more times it bangs against it like that, the less likely it's going to be
1: to hold. Uh, two, you, 210? Yeah. Just had yeah. three three days in a row.
0: Three days just before. Then there was a couple days even before that. Uh, basically since uh, January 26th, it's been kind of banging against it. And I I think once this thing
1: breaks, look for 200. Sorry, I was looking at the weekly. <laughs> hmm. Oh, <laughs> Way better on the daily. See how many times it's clanged into it for sure. Yeah, so I think
0: I'll probably be looking at puts and Target come Monday morning.
1: Wow. They're coming down off of 260. I think, like you said, they too much, too fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look
0: at that. Costco's kind of another similar one. I mean, Costco's up over 500. I remember looking at that when we first started doing this and buying calls when it was trading below 300. I'm thinking that was kind of ex- uh, excessive. Yeah. Anyway, what's uh, what's on your watch list?
1: Um, I've been looking at Kroger again.
0: Uh, should we call you Warren Buffett?
1: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Buffett knows a thing or two. When, when did he buy buy Kroger back at thirty?
0: Oh God, um, yeah, it was a while ago. Uh, okay, so what what are you liking?
1: Um, I, I'm liking how it uh, it held that forty three dollar area as support pretty darn well, mm-hmm. and it just seems to be marching right back up. Uh, the the volume today was was decent. You know, hit hit average hasn't had an average day in, in a while. Oh, I should say, almost kissed average. And and I I think uh, especially as things open up and we're hearing news stories about states removing mask mandates. uh yeah. No, I I just think uh, the retail has, has got room to grow, and they're they're sitting at their highs with uh, some upward movement. I'm just I just like it.
0: I, one thing I would be worried about is if, uh, the $47, I think I would draw a support or a resistance line there. I'd want to see it over that 47 just to make sure it's not about the print a head and shoulders.
1: That, yeah. 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 That's, that's very, very real possibility. Uh, we'll find out. Yeah. You got to actually
0: finish the chart or pattern to actually make the pattern, right? <laughs> it's kind of hard to to look at one halfway through.
1: It's, it's good cause it is setting up like you, you can see if that 47, 47, area holds as resistance, then, mm-hmm. uh, that's a break and retest right on the bull on the bear side. Right. From the highs also could be a really uh, solid trade.
0: I mean, it also could be, I mean, I guess it's not really a double bottom, but, uh, I do like the way that 43 held. Also, like the volume looks like it's starting to turn up after it crossed. Uh, I must have done this. Looked at this stock a while ago, or not too long ago, because I have a level drawn at forty-five half.
1: Yeah, we did. That's why I was like, I'm looking at it again.
0: Yeah, when I got past that uh, forty-five half, it looks like the volume started ticking up. So keep an eye on the volume as it approaches at forty-seven. If I get past that with good volume, yeah, I would like it to at least uh, try to retest the the highs, which was right about fifty
1: dollars a share, and that's all-time highs. Yeah. You know, I love, love me some all-time highs. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> Look out, baby. Really, really haven't been looking at too many stocks, to be honest. I mean...
0: Nah, you've been spending a lot of time trying to build bots nobody. lately.
1: We already, we already talked about Raytheon. I was, I've been looking at them a lot this week. I did make a BlackBerry trade today. I saw that. Um, they're, they're hitting 52-week lows.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, goddamn, BlackBerry. Yeah. All right, should we do some earnings and Yeah, let's, let's hear about some earnings. Move on. Otherwise we're just otherwise we're just kind of rambling.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh let's see. Valentine's Day we've got Palantir. Uh, on the 15th we've got Airbnb, Roblox, Marriott and Baidu. Uh, on the 16th we have Nvidia, uh, Cisco, Shopify, Craft Holding, Trade Desk. Uh, on the 17th, we've got Walmart, Roku. and uh, the 18th, we've got the John Deere Company and DraftKings. Uh, what's next? Uh, do, some, do some crypto talk?
1: Yeah.
2: Look at the news. What do you see? The cult of cryptocurrency. I know you're greedy. I know you need. Coin, Ether, NFT Cult of Cryptocurrency Like Elon Musk Tweets his Doji The Cult of Cryptocurrency Cult of
1: Cryptocurrency Cult of Cryptocurrency Oh, okay. All right, Kyle. Kyle, Kyle, Kyle yes. can, I, can we talk about some crypto for a second? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, we can. Okay, good. Can we uh, talk
0: about the Super Bowl one that you shared? I want to know more about that.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's the one I was going to bring up. As we all know, the Super Bowl is uh, basically when advertisers get together to really bring their A game. Yeah. It's kind of, kind of just an ad- advertising showcase. Yes. There just happens to be, I guess, I guess, a football game involved. I don't know. I never watched that. There is sometimes. Uh, sometimes. Occasionally, they'll play some football.
0: <laughs> More often, there's nipples.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Lord. Uh, yeah, it's like the most expensive time to play a TV commercial, right?
0: Yeah, the cost this year is $6.5 million, I think.
1: Uh, for 30 seconds. Whoa. Yeah, 30 seconds. Yeah, so so one of the things that we're about to see, apparently the, the news is out about what ads are going to be shown. Uh, FTX Trading and Crypto.com, they're among a group of crypto companies that uh, have already purchased spots in the game. Um,
0: I like that. I like this line here. The audience is a diverse mix, 4 in 10 viewers between the ages of 18 and 49, a group that falls squarely in the demographic of crypto customers. What in the fuck is a crypto customer?
1: That's, that's a good question.
0: That is such a weird way to phrase that. Like, Are we options customers?
1: We, we are to, to the broker, right?
0: I guess. <laughs> it
1: sounds that. exactly know. like what a broker would tell you.
0: It sounds like what an old man is saying. Like those crypto customers, you know, they gotta buy their crypto if you're go gonna down, have it. <laughs> gotta go down to
1: the crypto store.
0: <laughs> uh, also, I just watched a, a, a Carlin special the other day. Yeah, and uh, he, talk, he was talking about Super Bowl ads specifically, and like this is even making reference to it. Beer and car companies, I'm like yeah. Here's the car to drive, and here's the beer to drink while you drink. You drive it. Fuck you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have noticed uh, an uptick in crypto advertisements. I actually was in a movie theater, uh, and and as so often I find in my life, I start laughing, and nobody else is making any <laughs> noise. It was uh, Matt Damon, and oh yes, it's like a lot this. Of people fucking- lost
0: money on him
1: gritty adventurous <laughs> imagery on, and then like and it ends with like cryptocurrency fortune favors the bold. Oh
0: god, the latest South Park has really been making fun of that by the way.
1: Oh, okay. I'm going to have to I'm going to have to yeah. load that up.
0: <laughs> A lot of people lost money because of Matt Damon.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. A l- lot of people. <laughs> and it did. It came out like while Bitcoin was at 60,000. What 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 struck me and we've talked about this before is is like w- Why are people spending so much money to attract and try and entice people to buy crypto?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's such a strange thing.
1: Like, could you imagine Matt Damon doing the same thing, but be like, invest in stocks? Or buy euros. Buy buy the euro. (laughs) Fortune favors the bold.
0: (laughs) What's the Zimbabwe currency?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Are you bold? Try some Turkish lira. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So the fact that they're spending all this money advertising to get people to start playing crypto like i don't think that's good news for crypto maybe it could be maybe i'm wrong
0: Uh, well i mean it depends on what your ultimate goal is if your ultimate goal is to try to get some sort of regulation going and make it uh you know more stable and respected then this might be the kind of thing that leads to that
1: uh, i mean i, I just I make, must be a cynical bastard because i'm like they're all holding crypto and they want to sell it to me
0: yeah i mean yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah matt damon must have he probably got paid in crypto <laughs> and then had to sell it so i needed to do the ad in order to sell it yeah
1: mr damon <laughs> we are prepared to give you 10 billion doji coin. oh shit 10 billion sounds like <laughs> a lot
0: <laughs> and
1: it's gone and it's gone. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I did have another crypto news story that that I found intriguing. What's that? Um over in South Korea, seven crypto exchange executives were given pr- prison sentences for uh 1 uh, 1.7 billion dollars in fraud. Really? Yeah, so they actually these these crypto execs have, uh, are going to jail over over their fraud. <laughs> yeah, the formal V Global CEO, Lee Byung-Gol, was sent to prison for 22 years in order to pay 106 billion won fine by a court in Suwon, the country south. They Let's see, t- 10 billion won is $8 million.
0: You should know that conversion from watching Squid Games. Yes.
1: I actually, when I watched Squid Game was when I first pulled it up, I was like, how much fucking money are they like- talking about? God damn it. I need to know. <laughs>
0: He's getting his ass kicked over 500 bucks.
1: (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Exactly. Come on, man. Have have a little respect for yourself. Figure it out. Um, (laughs) out. Yeah, so apparently they were only accepting users that deposited over 6 million won, Mm -hmm. which would be uh, $5,000. So there's a $5,000 buy-in, and they promised that they would triple the investment.
0: Oh, yeah. Anytime somebody promises you <laughs> something like that, uh, that's not a,
1: yeah. Yeah, they, they did. And they were doing it with their own crypto token. Uh, and, they, and then they, on top of that, they were giving investors a uh, commission for referring new users. Um, and that Sounds like a pyramid scheme. <laughs> yeah, right. They're giving them $1,000. Right. So I put well, I in five grand and I get you yeah. in and then they give me another grand. Like, yeah, this sounds like a pyramid scheme sounds a lot like a pyramid scheme. <laughs> <laughs> they and they they hooked over 50,000 people. So I
0: mean, yeah. Boom. If you're going to get involved in a pyramid scheme, get in at the top.
1: Unless it's a it's an upside down pyramid scheme. And you went in at the bottom
0: i did see something pop up about the justice department announcing the arrest of a couple in new york that was charged uh, with conspiring to launder stolen bitcoin linked to the 2016 hack of an exchange uh where 4.5 billion dollars worth of cryptos went missing whoa so about 3.6 billion and from that hack has been recovered so far what just officials said on tuesday uh it's the largest seizure to date i thought the whole point of like crypto is that like well i guess they caught them so obviously uh you know There is a digital trail (laughs) with these things.
1: Well, each each currency, it's got it's got its own identifying numbers on it, right? Like a like a bill.
0: Was it four point five billion as of two thousand sixteen dollar our figures, or is it four point five billion as of like you know today's? I I don't know. I think we should also say real quick too, uh, because I think lately it seems like this segment has been bashing crypto.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I got nothing against it.
0: Uh, No, we we bashed the uh, the little cryptos. The 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 scam coins the shit coins. Uh, you, I think you and I both like Ethereum as one. Absolutely, uh, Bitcoin is definitely a mainstay. I have other ones that I do like too, but um, I don't know, man. Just they need to get their shit together so we can talk about good stuff, right?
1: Hey, big Bitcoin the support. It's just in the thirty thousands. It held. It's held. It's back up yeah. over forty two thousand. So
0: Ethereum uh, was hitting three thousand again. Looks like it fell a little bit following this latest news.
1: You ever get tempted to play the like the Ethereum Futures? No. <laughs> me neither. <laughs> I have a hard enough time with the
0: the ESs. <laughs> Let me figure out how to trade the the micros first and then I'll then I'll move on. Fair enough.
1: <laughs> I actually Draw. Do- Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> right when I was about to say something about Ethereum. Oh, go ahead. I
0: do that while I shoot you.
1: I uh I'm just <laughs> saying it looks like Ethereum had uh resistance at 3000 hold, and the the volume on the downside is increasing so maybe it's not done maybe it wants to retest 2000
0: i think uh you know anywhere closer to uh, you know below 2000 i think i might be looking to add
1: yeah 1750 is the the big the yeah. big support yeah. anyway all right i guess you already got your gun on me so i'm fucking dead Uh, my good, my good this week was, uh, strangely enough, RTX calls. Uh, yeah. I, I, I feel better if it was not news related and it was just a chart catch. Right. Uh, because that's, that's, that's originally what drew me to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, you know, we, we had, we had some rumors, you know, as, as troops were mounting, I was like, Oh, let me look at their chart. And I was like, Oh, wow. I love this chart.
0: Yeah. Well, you got a, a really good point too, yeah.
1: Uh, then that's what makes it my good is on, on the 8th, I, I had it the chart loaded up and watching and just pounced when 93 held.
0: I also like that you went uh, really far out as, uh, as far as the time goes. You gave yourself a lot of time to...
1: Yeah, yeah, I got June calls. So
0: if that 93 does fail, you're not going to lose too much. No. Of that no. premium if you have to cut it because you're going to have so much time. Right. In fact, uh, when I made my RTX trade, I went with the same strike. I went with the same June expiration for that reason.
1: Yeah, because 91 could still hold and, and 91 mm-hmm. half and, and keep the the move going. Yeah. But it uh, doesn't look like it's going to test it anytime super soon. Uh, definitely my good. It, and And it had to do with... My my good, not just picking the stock, but but using the charts to find a good entry and to identify,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, identified that ninety three level, and in the morning it it poked down there and just started started moving up. I don't remember what time. I'd have to look up to know exactly what time of day. But yeah, yeah, moved on, and then it always feels good. To get in a trade for the right reasons at the right time and then like it just immediately goes green and stays green. I'm starting to feel like maybe I do know a little bit. <laughs> just remember to get paid when you can. Uh yeah.
0: Which speaking of which that's my good. It was my TSM trade. I bought some puts on the I think it was the eighth, uh $118 puts. Because it looked like it was failing that 125 resistance again. Uh, in which case then, you know, I was looking for a pullback, uh, ultimately down to 113 but i just wanted to see a failure of that top i didn't think i didn't buy enough time in order to get you know to be able to try to play that entire range yeah i'd probably jumped the gun on getting into that i probably should have waited for when you i don't remember what the date was but it had a spike up to like 128 and got like immediately smacked down like that would have been a much better time to try to get into that but the actual position once i had it i felt like i managed it really well i did not hesitate to get paid uh i had actually at the grocery store today when i pulled up the chart just uh like oh let's see how the markets are doing and then saw everything was tanking <laughs> was mm-hmm. like, oh shit so a position that was you know underwater is now suddenly up uh, uh god what almost 40 percent uh immediately you know sold out a uh, two thirds of that so that way i can keep a runner going then i actually closed out the runner today and closed it out at like the perfect point i think i got two dollars and ten cents for that contract and that was Oof. pretty much at the bottom
1: wow well done. Yeah.
0: So I felt really good about how I managed that trade. Not necessarily how I got into it, but the trade management was really well done. Once you were in it. Right. Right. Yeah. What was your bad?
1: Um, my bad was uh, the BB I traded. The, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not ugly, but uh, I, I've, today I, I went in lotto. I saw BB sinking towards seven mm-hmm. and was like, oh, look. You know, there's sure there's there's only like what four or five hours left in the day, but or maybe even three less than that. But you know, I immediately thought, oh, the seven dollar puts are going for two cents a contract. Mm -hmm. I'll 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 I mean I risked I risked all at ten bucks. It was it was just literally like I want to be trading. I see this setup. I'll go ahead and do it, but I didn't want to like really risk anything. So I I bought I (laughs) bought five of them, (laughs) thinking thinking that what I'd seen in the past was Ameritrade uh, didn't have the commissions on the under five cents. And I think a contract, but I think that's only true if you bought them for a lot more than our, when you're exiting. And you bought them for a lot. I think I think they do do that. Yeah,
0: I've only seen it when I like I'm closing a position. Uh, if it's like almost worthless, then they just kind of give it to you. It seems like
1: I, I ignored all of the commissions and was, was like, <laughs> all right, I yeah. bought them. I bought them for two cents. BlackBerry. They were seven fifteen a share, and when they got down to like seven dollars five cents, I was like, sweet. I sold uh, four of them at four cents. And then they didn't ever break seven. So I, I thought, oh, I'll get out this last one at a penny. And, and then, you know, sweet. I made, you know, maybe with 30, 20%. Yeah. Uh, however, when you reminded me of <laughs> yeah. commissions and I pulled up the trade, uh, I spent $13.30 to buy them. Uh, when I sold the four at four, I got thirteen thirty five, So it was only up a nickel. And <laughs> uh, I sold the last contract. Uh, I pay commissions on that too, so even though I sold it for a dollar, I only got thirty four cents. So I made thirty nine cents <laughs> oh. on the trade.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, commissions—you got to be careful with commissions, uh, especially when they're really, really cheap like that. When they're really, really cheap. Really eat into your
1: profits. I would have yeah. been okay if I'd sold them all at four cents. I would have, I would have, uh, would have managed, you know, twenty, thirty percent gain. You know, you may make like three bucks on yeah. ten dollars a risk, but. That's not what happened. And it was bad because I wasn't trading with my full brain and and, and even looking to see if there were some
0: Yeah, I always check that confirmation. What was your bad? Uh, My bad was strained from my plan again. Yes, uh, today. Ah, God damn it. This this one really hurts. I took a trade because I'd just been sitting around too long. I think I tricked myself into thinking one of my levels had failed. I tried to grab what I thought was a retest and then just took a full stop on it. That... Uh, snafu or that not following my plan basically cost me another green day mm. uh, because when that level really did fail and really did retest I was able to get you know a 23 point trade on it but when you lost 20 points trading not to plan uh, you basically end up with a scratch day
1: yeah oh ouch
0: so I th- the, good si- the good thing is that I think that that might have been the first uh, not to plan trade I made this week and that is really good progress from where I was, you know, a month ago. So every time that this reinforces, I think I get a little bit better. And luckily this is a day that didn't cost me, you know, a drawdown. I was able to make the mistake and still be basically break-even. Yeah. What was your ugly? Uh
1: I, I don't I don't think I have an ugly this week.
0: All right. I do.
1: <laughs> okay. Well let's hear let's hear about your ugly.
0: I need to figure out something to figure out why I do so much better on SIM versus live. Uh, It seems like lately most of my big wins are on SIM and most of my losses are live. And that is not a good formula for success. Not at all. Like I'll, I'll, I'll sit around and live, wait, 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 finally make my trade. If it goes against me. Okay. Then I flip the SIM uh, to try to, you know, practice and, and get better. And every time it seems like I go to SIM, I'm making just fucking killer trades. And I'm not sure why there's such a disconnect between uh, the live and the sim button. Like, why Why do I make such better entries when I'm on sim versus when I'm live? Yeah. Huh. And I think it has to do with there's, like, less hesitation. Like, I know it's not real money, so I don't hem and haw about it. Because a lot of times when I'm sitting live, I notice that, like, I'll debate with it. And then by the time I actually place the order, uh, it's too late. You never touches it again the move happens and then i'm just you know stuck chasing if i want to try to get in or waiting for another one yeah so i gotta figure something out with that i just need to one i think my plans are getting better so i think the the focus for next week is when i see the setup and it happens i just need to you know less hesitation take the trade if it's to my plan and the conditions look right yeah or have somebody swap my live and sim button so i don't know
1: so you don't know (laughs) Yeah, so
0: so I think I'm live when I'm on sim and sim when I'm on live.
1: Right. <laughs> Hammer that, that sell button when it's at the top.
0: I know, right? Then I get the message that says I'm at a margin.
1: You're out of margin. You can't add another contract.
0: <laughs> ah, uh, wait, what? Oh man. Sim put this function in.
1: It's I you if you figure it out, you let me know because I have the same recipe for disaster.
0: I think it's just gotta be I mean, just gonna have to get just keep doing it. Eventually, you get comfortable with it, right?
1: You get comfortable to burn out the account.
0: Yeah, one or the other. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, uh, should we do a bet?
1: I guess it's time to do a bet. I don't have a fucking clue what I'm going to pick.
2: Stocks. In the center of a huge
1: I think you made the, la- the the least, though.
0: Oh, okay. I guess I can go first. Um, I think I'll just go with Target. Yeah? Mm, excuse me. If it's above 210, I want to be long. If it's below 210, I'll short it. Take profits at 220 or 200. Okay. And that, I'll just base that on Monday. So if it opens below 210 on Monday, then I'll be short with the stop at 210. Or maybe at a dollar to either direction. If I'm short, it'll be 211. If I'm long, it'll be 209.
1: Okay. Kyle's got target
0: actually I, you know what nah, i think i'll just short it i don't want to be long it you don't, you don't
1: <laughs> want to try it huh i don't think so I'll
0: be short put a stop at 220.
1: now my personal account is is still long on the spx right i'm still a bear for the yeah. market and i don't want to be boring and just be like yep and i'm still a bear I want to, should i short ethereum
0: <laughs> okay
1: yeah let's do that it'll be my first crypto trade in the bet ever I'm going to, I'm going to, yeah, we'll see what happens. I'm going to short Ethereum.
0: Why not? I like it.
1: Now they're 24 hours. So I just short them at the open on Monday. Yeah.
0: I think that's what we did when uh random picked Bitcoin.
1: That's right. That's right. Okay. Or
0: you can look and see if there's a trust that uh, you can trade as a stock ticker, like BTC for Bitcoin. I think it was BTC.
1: All right. Well, I'm going to go short Ethereum as long as it's uh, over 24. 20- 500 still no 20 uh, well, how much going to do in a weekend
0: 70 uh, percent.
1: yeah all right i'm just gonna short <laughs> up or it. down I'm just gonna short it on monday i'm just gonna short it on all monday right. like like a good schoolboy. and then it now it's time for a random
0: yeah uh well, odd or even uh even and one through 12 two all right you picked uh nasdaq defensive
1: oh god are you serious? No, I'm just
0: kidding. It's capital. Oh. Capital goods.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> C-A-M-T. Yeah.
1: C-A-N-T. Camtech.
0: C-A-M. M is in Mansi. Oh.
1: M as in Mansi. Oh. <laughs> as in Nancy. <laughs> Love it. Okay. Well, I mean, I could see the case either way. It's not as clear cut as Alaska Airlines, as the last two.
0: Yeah. Uh with it's- any luck, this one will just die.
1: <laughs> yeah. Have we had a
0: stock on the bet yet? Go to zero. No. It'd be too much to ask for it to have one of those now.
1: Right. Yeah. Where's the fucking biotech company that their drug trial loses that week?
0: <laughs> right.
1: All right. Well, there you have it. Uh, Kyle is short target. I'm going to short Ethereum just for, you know, why not mix it up? And
0: I like it. I like it
1: random is c a m t camtech limited. Stay tuned. come back next week. We'll let you know how we all did. We'll have a lot more thrilling news to talk about, probably some cool charts I don't know
0: hopefully hopefully some better news yeah hopefully hopefully some better news hopefully we'll some see happy news yeah right. <laughs>
1: Aliens have come to the earth and they've given us world peace and unlimited energy and resources.
0: You're making the show obsolete.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye, folks. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Till next time. Happy trades. Bye.